Don't it seem like Like I'm always there when it matters But missing most of the other time A terrible pattern The rewards I see from working And made me an addict There's way more people that want it Than people that have it I don't get it I would hate to think I tricked them They fall victim to my system Guess I sure know how to pick them And I'm always a regret Yeah, I'm always a regret And I always make it harder On whoever's coming next It goes up and down It's just up and down She's crying now But she'll laugh again Cause we on the rise And she here with us And expensive shit Just keeps happening And she loves it And she stares at me Like who does this And we hold hands While I pray That she's not the type To hold grudges I'm wrong Bad boys Let's go, we back You got it. 91 upon the head top. Shout out to the queen. The song, we're gonna let the song do the intro right now. Let's get it. Let's get it. Another song for the intro too. Look at how I'm feeling right now. Listen to the soul. Come on, man. That's soulful right there, man. What you come on, that's crazy. That's crazy. The just the you can feel the lyrics. You can feel this you can feel it in those lyrics, man. We coming back one more jam. I can't help it. Happy belated birthday to Mary J. Blige. This intro is dedicated to you. 
We got one more jam. We got one more jam, man. You got an episode 91. We out here, man. One more jam, though. One more, though. This is a bop right here, too. Let's go. Hey, turn me up. Got an episode 91. It's up. Let's go. What's up, man? You already know. Come on. Don't nobody want to see Mary J in no verses. 20 songs, verses. I, I don't think nobody want no smoke with Mary J. Blige in, in that versus arena. I'm sorry. We got it. We got to we got to be real about that. I don't think anybody wants any smoke with Mary J in that versus arena. I know that some people say Usher. Usher might be able to give her some wrecks. Um, Breezy, Drake. I, I mean, you know, there's a couple couple people that, that potentially might want some smoke. But at the end of the day, her catalog is just, it's, it's too crazy. It's too much, man. It's too much. But, yeah, man, we back. You got it, episode 90. When we getting closer and closer to that hundred, that hundo. Definitely getting closer and closer to that. I feel it. I still haven't decided what I'm going to do when I get to that milestone. 
but I do have some ideas in mind. That's for sure. Um, yeah, man, let's let's kind of get into it, man. I mean, we I'm a day late right now on a wild card weekend. Uh, yesterday we had two games. Houston, Cleveland, Kansas City, Miami. And I had a top five list of um, quarterbacks, you know, for this wild card weekend. So I'm going to give you all my top five list, and then I'm going to recap the games just because I'm a day late. <clears throat> but nonetheless, you know, it is what it is. Coming in at number five, and I had I had a tie for coming in at number five between Tua and Jalen Hurts. Tua led the. Uh, NFL in passing yards, 4,624 yards, 29 touchdowns, 69% completion percentage. Um, if Miami was going to have a chance to win, he's going to have to show up big time. Jalen Hurts, I got him coming in at number 5A. 5A and 5B, uh, almost 4,000 passing yards, 23 touchdowns, 15 touchdowns on uh, on the ground, um, 605 yards rushing as well, 63% completion percentage. If the Eagles are going to get back on track, Jalen Hurts is going to have to start playing elite football, which we know he's capable of doing. But he's going to he's going to, have to flip that switch. He's going to, have to flip that switch. Uh, AJ Brown is out um, for the game tomorrow against Tampa Bay, so that's going to be pretty big. Expect Devontae Smith to kind of have to step up. Um, DeAndre Swift, who I, who I spoke about on my top five impact players, non quarterbacks list, he's going to have to step up. Uh, the Eagles have a daunting task. I mean, Kansas Bay, they were in the worst division of football, but they do have weapons. You know, they do have weapons. Um, but honestly, I think Baker Mayfield is going to Mayfield, so I'm not really too worried about the Eagles. Minus A.J. Brown, if they can get by this week, he'll be healthy for next week, and we'll see him at full strength. But I got him coming in at number 5A. Uh, coming in at number four, I got Jared Goff, 4,575 yards, 30 touchdowns, 67 completion percentage. Um, he's obviously the uh, leading De- Detroit's resurgence um, out of football mediocrity, and they are now, you know, division champs, uh, hosting a play- home playoff game. That's a big deal for Detroit. That's a definitely a big deal for Detroit. He's going to have to play well. If they're going to beat Matthew Stafford and, and the, you know, Super Bowl pedigree that they have. Jared Goff is obviously going to have to play well. I got him coming in at number four. Coming in at number three, I have Matthew Stafford. You know, we obviously we know the the history between Stafford and Goff, traded for each other. Um, McVay didn't think that Jared Goff can get him over the hump. He had turned out to be potentially right because when they got rid of Jared Goff, they did win a Super Bowl. So, <clears throat> you know, it um. I mean, it, it, it ended up working out in their favor. Uh, Jared, I mean, Matthew Stafford, almost 4,000 yards passed on 24 touchdowns, 67% completion percentage. And you can't really count the Rams out. I mean, they have a Super Bowl pedigree. Can't count them out. I think the game in Detroit is going to be very tough for them to win, but I think it is winnable. So we'll see. Am I picking them to win the game? I'm not. I like Detroit, man. I'm rolling with Detroit. I'm rolling with Detroit, man. So that that's my pick for for that game. Um, but I got him coming in at number three. But if if you know, the Rams are gonna go in there upset Detroit. Stafford's gonna have to have a big game, very big game. 
Uh, coming in at number two, I got Josh Allen. Josh Hemothy Allen, uh, 4,300 yards passing, 29 touchdowns, 66%. A completion percentage, 524 yards rushing, 15 touchdowns rushing. Um, Buffalo did sneak back in and win a division over Miami. And in part is because of Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a physical freak. He is probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the game overall. Um, some may have him one or two. Um, I don't think he's any further than third or fourth in anybody's list of top five quarterbacks. And even having him now that low is is uh, tough. Now, I do have a, <clears throat> a little bit of um, negativity and hate towards Josh Allen because they are playing my team, the Steelers. Um, but that, you know, I have to have an unbiased opinion in regards to his talent. And we cannot deny Josh Allen's talent. That's one thing we cannot do. So, um, but I got him coming at number two on the list. And of course, number one is Patty Mahomes, AKA my homeboy. 4,000, almost 4,200 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, 67 completion percentage. Kansas City does not appear to be as uh, untouchable this year as in you know years past but at the end of the day as long as you have Mahomes we've never seen him really lose in January you can't count them out you know you're gonna say why you don't have Lamar Jackson well they don't play this weekend this is top five QBs wild card weekend no Brock Purdy they don't play this weekend so you know I got my homeboy coming at number one on this list and it's for the simple reason that we what we talking about here two-time Super Bowl champion Never been to anything less than the, than the conference championship game. Um, virtually unbeatable in the playoffs. You know, I mean, it's going to take a, a a heroic effort to to take my homeboy and the Kansas City Chiefs out. That's for sure. That's one thing we know for a fact is that it's going to take a lot to get uh, the Chiefs out of here. So, but that's my top five list of quarterbacks wild card weekend. Tua and Jalen Hurts coming in at number five. 5A five and 5B, five Jared Goff coming in at number four. Matthew Stafford coming in at number three. Josh Allen coming in at number two. And Patty Mahomes, a.k.a. Mahomeboy, coming in at number one for my top five quarterbacks wildcard weekend. Um, you know, as I stated before, I'm a little late with this list, but let's kind of get into, you know, the first set of wildcard games. The second set of games start today. We have Dallas at uh, Green Bay at Dallas at 4.30. We have the Rams at Detroit um, at 8 o'clock. The Steelers and my Steelers and the Buffalo Bills game was postponed. It was supposed to start today at 1 o'clock. It has been postponed till tomorrow, I believe, at 4.30 due to uh, the weather in Buffalo, which is very nasty, um, so nasty to the point where they are paying. They are willing to pay people to come in and shovel snow out the stadium. Uh, shout out to anybody that goes out there. You're getting $20 an hour to go shovel snow. $20 an hour in that weather, I don't think that's I don't think that's pay, that's not good payment, I don't think. If they was talking about $50 an hour, we're talking about the Buffalo Bills. You you're worth a billion dollar franchise. And you want to pay people to come, you want to pay people $20 an hour to come shovel snow? That's pretty cheap, I think. I think y'all being cheap, man. I think y'all being real cheap to the to the fans. You should have been offering a hundred dollars an hour. Hundred dollars an hour. All right, now now you talking. Twenty dollars an hour. That means if I'm there for five hours, I'm only making a hundred dollars. You know how much shoveling you got to do in five hours. 
at least all the snow that I've seen in the in the, uh in the stadium. As much snow that I've seen in Orchard Park, a hundred dollars for five hours is not worth it. It's not. Uh, it, it, you don't even get a free ticket to the game if you do that. Like, come on, you got to give me something more than just twenty dollars an hour if I'm coming to shovel snow out of that stadium, which has probably. I don't know, probably at least three or four feet of snow. That's a lot of that's a lot of um arm muscle. It's a lot of energy you gotta use to, to shovel that snow. Shoveling snow is not an easy task. Twenty dollars an hour, that's like for kids for real. That's what I pay. I would pay a kid to come shovel my driveway twenty dollars. And it's not gonna take him out. I would pay a kid that much. Come on, Buffalo, do better. Hundred dollars an hour, now you talking. Um yeah, so that's 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 the game we have tomorrow. Um, they did move the game; it's supposed to be today. But uh, yesterday's games, we had Houston um, dismantling Cleveland, forty-five to fourteen. C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Rounds, Nico Collins. I mean, Devin Singletary—they put on a show. Houston looks very strong, and and when I think about my top five QB list. Uh, I had Nico Collins on the impact player list, but I did not have CJ Stroud on my top five QB list, and I should have. Because the type of ball that he's playing right now is outrageous. He does not look like a rookie. I don't think that they are fearing anything. Um, you know, 16 to 21, 275, 274 yards, for three touchdowns for the rookie. Nico Collins, six receptions, 96 yards. I mean, they look strong. They look very strong. Joe Flacco, Flacco always going Flacco. Uh, two pick sixes, back-to-back plays. Yeah, he threw for 307 yards, but at the end of the day, Joe Flacco is what Joe Flacco is. Um, did I have any doubt about Cleveland winning this game? No, I never thought they were going to win this game. I was never sold on Joe Flacco. I don't care how good their defense is. I know Joe Flacco is a certified bum. Yes, he has, he does have a Super Bowl, but that was a long, long time ago. So he is a certified bumski. Uh yeah, man, but Houston, I mean, Cleveland's defense, as much as you know, vaunted as they were uh, during the regular season, they got dismantled. Okay, 45 points. Now, granted, 14 came off of pick sixes. That's still 31 points that Houston's offense put up against this defense that was supposedly number one. With Miles Garrett, who's supposedly the defensive player of the year. He was a no-show. There's an APB out for Miles Garrett. We did not see him yesterday in the game, okay, at all. Um, the late game, which was on Peacock, which you had to either already have Peacock a subscription or you had to purchase a subscription. Um, I've already had Peacock, so I was already able to watch. Kansas City, uh, 26, Miami, 7. Kind of knew that was going to happen. Um I mean, what more can you say? Patty Mahomes, 23-41, 262 yards. Uh, Pacheco, 89 yards rushing. Uh, Rice, 130 yards receiving. Um, You know, Kansas City may have found something uh, with Rice as far as their number one. I know they've been looking for a a good number one receiver this whole season. They have not been paying off, but Rice has – he's came through. You know, in a game where Andy Reid's mustache was frozen – um, Patty Mahomes found a way to get it done, as usual. You know, and, and 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 the thing about Mahomes, it's like we getting so used to him winning, 
that we don't really know what to do with him at this point right now. We're so used to him winning, but it's like, what more can he do? You know what I mean? What more can he do, man? Patty Mahomes is the truth. There's no doubt about it. And I know he's thinking to himself, Mother, what more do you want from me? <laughs> what more do you want from Patty Mahomes, man? What more can he do to show that he is really that dude? You know, I know they say that, you know, the Chiefs technically had a down year because they lost a couple games this year. But at the end of the day, it's still Patty Mahomes, man. It's it's still my homeboy all day, every day. Um, Tua, 199 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Didn't really have the best game. Mozart didn't really get off. They never really got the run game going against Kansas City. Tyreek Hill did have a touchdown catch. It was a pretty long pass, too. It was probably about maybe 50, 60 yards. That pretty much accounted for all the yards that he had on the day. So 53 yards, yeah, touchdown. Tyreek Hill had 62 yards on the day. 53 of them came on the one touchdown he had. Miami is still, I mean, they're still, they're still a piece away, man. And and you know, like some people are questioning whether that piece is two or not. You know, he appears to be, I'm not gonna say the weak link of the team, but I mean, he, you know, if he doesn't play well, they don't win. I mean, of course, that's that's any quarterback, you know what I mean. But some teams can overcome can overcome the quarterback not playing well and still get a win. Miami is not one of them. Uh, Mostert, I thought that he was going to um, get a lot more carries than what he did and be a lot more effective than what he was. So I, that was a little surprising to me. Um, someone that has 18 touchdowns on a year to not get a lot of carries uh, is a little confusing. Um, play calling wise, especially for Mike McDonald, who's supposed to be, um, you know, one of the top play callers out here. I was a little confused, you know, in a game where the temperature was negative degrees. Um, you couldn't get, you couldn't get most out in space and, and you know, kind of get your running game going. So that was a little surprising to say the least, but nonetheless, Kansas city is moving on to the next round, which I think everybody knew was going to happen. Uh, Miami, had you beat Buffalo, you would not have been in Kansas City. So, you know, that's, that's, what can you say about that? You know, what can you say about that? Um, but yeah, Wild Card Weekend is here, man. We we are actually, you know, on the road to the Super Bowl right now. And we have our first two winners um, in Kansas City and Houston. Uh, we'll see where they're going to be at next week. Um, one will be in either... Um, Baltimore or Kansas City may have a home game depending on who wins the Steelers. Well, the, well, the Steelers are going to win, so Kansas City will have a home game. And Houston will be at Baltimore. That's pretty much what we're looking at right now. So, yeah, some things can change, but we'll see what happens. Uh, interested to see what they say um, tomorrow with SA and the crew says on first take tomorrow about the performance of, of Patty Mahomes and how they feel about the Dolphins, you know? So, um, of course, now if the Cowboys lose today against the Packers, that will be starting a first take tomorrow. That's for sure. Uh, but I don't see the Cowboys losing to the Packers. I'm not really actually excited to even watch that game because I just feel like it's going to be a blowout, but that's here nor there. Uh, speaking of first take at SA, we got to talk about what he had going on with Jason Whitlock this week. Uh, and and I gotta admit, 
I like spicy Stephen A. I like I like that. I like the spiciness from SA, man. I do. You know, and, and let's hey, we gotta clap it up for SA, man. We gotta clap it up for SA. We'll make it clap. We'll make it clap. See, sometimes you think that, you know what I mean? You see a person on TV, you know, he's a good guy. You know, SA has a great personality. Um, he's always, you know, rooting for other people to win. He's always lending his, you know, lending his expertise out to anybody that's coming up in the game. Um, he's someone that is not hard to reach. Uh, you know, overall, man, SA Stephen A is he's, he's just a good dude, man. You know what I mean? He's, there's nothing. There's no reason to hate on SA. Some people hate on his takes, which is ridiculous, but his opinions have nothing to do with the actual person that he is. Uh, with that being said, you can only poke the bear but so much before the bear responds. Jason Whitlock has been poking at Stephen A. And then when you question a man's uh, memoir and what he has in his own book that he wrote himself, now you're talking about, now you're assassinating his character. You know what I mean? So it, so the smoke was coming, Jason Whitlock. It, it was obviously it was coming. You've been poking, you've been poking, you've been poking, and you finally got what you was asking for. Now, the one thing I will say about S.A. responding to that is that Jason Whitlock, he he got you, he he kind of got you to do what he wanted you to do, which was to bring him attention. Other than that, I don't even know Jason Whitlock even exists. I, I really don't. So, but since you know Stephen A. responded to him, I'm now kind of you know his name is now in my pause. His name is now in my mouth. Super pause. That was crazy. Um, but like other than that, I wasn't thinking about Jason Whitlock. I don't think anybody else was. But of course, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I mean, we are entertained. We are entertained by, by this. But at the same time, though, SA, you don't really need to stoop to that level. To, you know what I mean? To go at him like that. There's no reason for it. You know what I mean? You're, you're way above that. Uh, obviously, Jason Whitlock using you to get clicks. I mean, and, and you knew that because you said that, you know, you stated as much that, you know, he mean, he needs you for clicks. And I just don't really, I don't know, man. I just don't really understand why you want to assassinate a man's character of someone that you know does not like you, someone that, you know, does not get along with you at all. And you just coming at him for no reason. So it kind of, you can kind of see the play. The play was for to, you know, to keep digging that essay, keep digging at him, digging at him until he responded to you so you can get some clout. You know what I mean? So this this viral world that we live in now is just crazy. Um, and Stephen A, I like spicy essay. I like Steve, I like spicy Stephen A. He he gave Jason Whitlock everything he was looking for. Uh, ultimately, even letting ESPN and the bosses know that he was going to go off and go crazy. ESPN, I don't want to hear any repercussions. I don't want to hear it. Okay, Stephen A. Smith has been carrying y'all for years. He is the best personality you have on the network, and there's no mistake about that. Okay, the to the, the the pecking order of personalities on on ESPN goes: Stephen A. Number one, Stephen A. Number two, Stephen A. Number three, Stephen A. Number four, Stephen A. Number five, and then you got everybody else. That that's the pecking order at, at ESPN. Okay, now. Following Stephen A, you got Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins, you got Big Swagoo, 
uh, you know what I mean? You got uh, Shannon Sharp. You got those people. You got them coming after Stephen A. But it goes Stephen A. Stephen A. Stephen A. Okay, that that's how it goes. ESPN personalities. Um, ESPN. I don't want to hear any backlash. Okay, I don't want to hear any backlash at all. Speaking of, you know, the the, the big wigs, we had Pat McAfee um, kind of calling out, you know, the people at ESPN. Um, you know, the bosses for China, you know, censor some of his content and, you know, what's going on there. And look, I, I, I like Pat McAfee. I have nothing against Pat McAfee. Um, I will say this, though. You know, he does have a, a little bit of a language problem. You know what I mean? Like, you got to understand, Pat McAfee, yes, there are people in the real world do cuss. Yes, they do. But in this digital era that we are living in, where everything is accessible via the internet, via cell phones. Um, you have kids looking up to you, Pat McAfee. And, <clears throat> you know, you have kids that are trying to start podcasts out here, you know, such as the Barnes Boys. Shout out to shout out to uh, Matt Barnes and the Barnes Boys podcast. Those, those young dudes, they're entertaining. Um, super entertaining, man. So if you haven't tapped in with them, definitely check them out. Uh, they're definitely following and Matt Barnes and Stephen A and Stephen Jackson's footsteps with their podcast, but the Barnes Boys podcast is entertaining. But that just goes to show you that Pat McAfee, you're influential. You know what I mean? You're influential to these kids, and and, and you, you know, of course, I have nothing wrong with the cussing. I, I really don't. But on your YouTube channel, that's fine. When you're on ESPN, when you got the kids watching. It, it gets a little, you know, you know, you can see the fine line that you're kind of, you know, dealing with. And I think that the bosses at ESPN kind of acknowledge that as, as much. Um, but of course I want Pat McAfee to, you know, to do his thing, man. You know what I mean? He, he, you know, he started on YouTube, build his, build his platform, build his audience, and he got a following and I, and that's all fine and dandy. But think about, think Pat McAfee, just think about the kids that are out there starting podcasts that are eight, nine, 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old. We don't really want them cussing, do we? I don't think we do. Um, so, you know, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I have nothing against Pat McAfee. I just think that sometimes the language sometimes is a little bit too much, at least on the network. Uh, other than that, no no qualms about Pat McAfee. Hopefully, he, he you know, they get everything situated. Uh, what do you got going on? And, um, yeah, man, so hopefully that gets taken care of, man. But uh, by no means do we want Pat McAfee off the network. Um, what else do we had going on this week? Bill Belichick uh, retired. Gerard Mayo is taking over for Bill Belichick. Um, not the splash hire I was looking for, but, you know, not a bad hire. I mean, it's a black coach, so I got nothing negative to say about it at all. Um yeah, I got nothing negative to say about it, man. End of a end of a dynasty, end of an era, in regards to Bill Belichick. Uh, will he be back in the NFL? I'm gonna say so. Uh, he never said he was retiring. They're just mutually parting ways. Um, we also had Nick Saban. Uh, apparently, he is retired. I uh, didn't really hear from Nick Saban, and you know, for the first two days after he retired, but then he did put out a statement. Um, he has been replaced by well, well, not replaced, but. Washington uh, head coach who was just in the national championship game against Michigan. He is going to take the Alabama job. Not sure if that's a good hire or not. 
Um, I think Deion Sanders should have took the Alabama job, but that's here nor there. Maybe he didn't want it. Um, a, a number of Alabama players have entered the portal. Shador Sanders is recruiting them to get to Colorado. So we'll see what happens with that moving forward. But um, do I like the Alabama hire? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I don't like that hire at all. That's definitely not a splash hire. Um, I think that they take a tremendous step back uh, in regards to their domination and recruiting. And that now opens the lane fully for Georgia. I mean, Georgia's fully, you know, going to be the top college football program now that Saban is gone. Um, because that Alabama hire, it just didn't move the needle for me. It, it just didn't. So, um, yeah, man. But that that's all we got sports-wise, man. I don't want to kind of sports this whole podcast out. Uh, we do have some other things we want to get into. Um, so we're going to transition into this no-no of the week. And there are some clips going around. Um, I think it's Gilly was on the Pat Bev uh, podcast, and they were asking him about, you know, his son and sacrificing his son, you know, for Illuminati and, and you know, for the greater good. And, and it's just like, this no-no goes to anybody that thinks that Gilly would do something like that. Like, just the thinking, uh, we're talking about a child here. And, and if I'm Gilly, I'm I'm madder than, I, I don't know how mad I, I could, like, how mad can you be to even think about something like that? You know what I mean? I don't know how to react based on a situation like that. I, I, I mean, I just don't. And and kudos to, to Gilly for handling it and speaking about it on on a level of of maturity. Yeah, to having some level of some sense of maturity and speaking on that topic because me, I'm spazzing. I don't know. I don't know how else to act in regards to a situation like that. And anybody thinking that Gilly would do something like that to his own son. This no-no is definitely for you because that's way, way, way out of pocket. Way, 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 way out of pocket, man. It's disrespectful. It's just ignorant. It's rude. And we got to do better as a society. We got to do better as a whole um, to think about, you know, death in, in, in that type of situation, that type of light. We should not be thinking about death like that. Okay? Uh, rest in peace to Cheese. He was in the streets. He got caught up in the, whatever he got caught up in. I don't know. But by in no way, shape, or form do I think that Gilly had him sacrificed. That's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And, and for that reason right there, anybody thinking that, putting that out there, uh, stating that, um, anyone with that thought process, this no-no is for you, man. I know no it's for you, man, because that's just flat out just disrespectful and just rude, man. Like, just disrespectful and rude, man. Um, <clears throat> kind of staying in that type of lane, we want to send our condolences out to, to Yo Gotti, uh, whose brother, Big Jook, um, was murdered yesterday uh, in Memphis, you know, after attending a funeral. Uh, sending prayers, sending healing energy, sending love and light to, to Gotti because I can't imagine uh, what he's going through right now. What they got going on in Memphis between Gotti and Dolph, 
it got to we got to put a stop to it, man. We got to. We losing too many people in the culture, too many important people at that. Um, and somewhere along the lines, man, I don't know who who got to do what, but those two sides got to get it together, man. There got to be some sort of sit down, some sort of truth, something, something got to give, man, because they're just they're just going crazy down there. And that's that's just not what we want. Um, you know, we gotta we gotta stop we gotta stop doing that, man, to our own people. We gotta stop doing that to our own people. It's it's getting out of hand. Um, and just yeah, man, just sending condolences to Gotti. It's just yeah, it's just it's just kind of crazy, man. And then you got people on the internet talking about, you know, they happy because rest in peace, Dolph. And I mean, people. People on the internet that have nothing, have no idea or nothing to do with anything. They don't know Dolph. They don't know Gotti, but yet they're putting, I mean, yeah. I mean, the fan bases, I understand being a fan. But when it comes to situations like that, there's no reason to speak on it in regards to like in a negative light. You know, you're not, you're not happy that Gotti's brother got shot. Why are you happy for that? You know what I mean? Why are you happy for that? There's nothing wrong with, you know, bringing the story. You know what I mean? I'm reporting the story. That, that's fine. But I'm not like on either side. You have people out here putting statements out there. Like I know God, he's sick. That's what he get for messing with Dalt. Like, come on, we not, we don't need that type of energy out here, because that's just gonna spark even more retaliation. So, send the send the love and like to Gotti, man. Memphis, hopefully y'all get it together. Somebody got to sit down at the table. I don't know who or what, but y'all got to figure that out down there. Um. What else do we got going on? Speaking of speaking of things that were going on down south, so I'm listening to the guys, you know, Joe Button Podcast. Shout out to uh, JBP and what they doing over there. And we gotta we gotta acknowledge the fact that the Joe Button Pod is definitely the top podcast out here. It, it's it's not. I don't even think it's even up for debate. For real, for to me, it's not. But I mean, even from when Joe, you know, what I mean, Joe was the one constant. Uh, as he started with, you know, I'll land this podcast later with Rory and the girl. I forget what the girl's name at the very, be- very, very beginning episode one. To then getting rid of the girl and transitioning to, uh, to you know, to, to Rory and Ma and and you know doing that transition, then then moving on from them and and then bringing in Ish and Ice, and then rolling with them and then even and even even making it bigger. Parks has been another constant too. We don't want to we don't want to disrespect Parks in this at all. He's been another constant, but Parks. Um, he didn't really start finding his footing, I'm going to say, until Flip and Melissa Ford came. Um, so now we got, yeah, so then he added, you know, Flip and uh, shout out to Flip. He's definitely that dude. I rock with Flip Heavy and, and Mel Ford. He added them. And, he, you know, he just keeps finding a way to keep moving the needle. Creators are always going to find a way to create. And, um, but the one, the one constant is Joe. It, it's, it's the one constant. But just the way that he's found a way to keep maneuvering and keep adjusting and still keep putting out quality content that makes him the, you know, the content King Podfather. Uh, I will say this though. I do kind of miss Maul being on the pod. I did like the dynamic between Joe and Maul and I thought Maul was pretty funny. Uh, I don't miss Rory at all, but I, I definitely thought Maul was, was pretty funny um, in his own, his own way. Um, but yeah, but if you, you know, if you want to get, uh, entertainment, you want to get funnies, you want to get uh, informative, uh, you know, information. Um, you want to get, uh, you know, content over everything. You, you're getting it all at the JBP. You're getting everything you want, man. Whatever you're looking for, 
you gonna find you want to get sports taught you and get it over there music taught you and get it over there real estate taught. i mean you, whatever you're looking for you're gonna get on the joe bun podcast but um yeah so they were talking about a story where a lady um from north carolina put out there that um you know a, a young man that she was messing with in college gave her hiv okay so apparently she put out some text messages about the dude and you know basically put the dude's phone number out there put his face out there everything it comes to find out she was lying and made the story up what are we doing out here man okay so they're talking about it on the jbp i'm thinking like man this is crazy this is nuts so I do, you know, a little bit of research on it. And, it, it, you know, and I come to find out that this lady literally just tried to ruin this man's life. And something like that should be, you should be able to be arrested for it and charged for it. Like putting out there that someone gave you HIV that didn't give you HIV is a scary situation. It's not, that's not cool at all. And it, it goes back into the whole thing about wanting to go viral, man. I mean, the biggest drug right now in America is not opioid, it's not dope, it's not heroin, it's attention, it's it's going viral, and it's cell phones. Those are the biggest drugs out here right now. So for this woman, you know, to put this out there, had this man thinking that he gave her HIV, even had him admitting to all types of stuff, but or at least it looked like he was admitting to all types of stuff, it turned out that she created the whole text message thread herself she was texting herself that's crazy. like you got to be a different level of crazy to do something like that like you got to be like a, a i mean that's different that that's that's different man like i don't know i don't even like yeah that's different man that's just different that, that that's the ultimate no 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 that's the ultimate no 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 like that like that right there is that's different man like who like if you're who thinks about that you and you and your bed you sleeping around you you just come up with the fact that you know what i'm gonna sit here and say that this man has i'm gonna say that this man gave me hiv like what what yo that's that's nuts like that that right there is complete nuts man um, and just, you know, the, just the whole, like I said, the whole social media thing, attention, man, is a hell of a drug. Going viral is a hell of a drug. Cell phone, a hell of a drug, man. And I feel bad for this young man, you know, who was being accused of this. Um, I hope he presses charges to the fullest extent, uh, on this, on this lady, um, Cause there's nothing, there's nothing swag or there's nothing good about what what he did, what she did, nothing at all. That's actually scary because she almost got away with it. That that's the even more scarier part. She almost got away with it, and I just don't really, you know, I just don't know what the what the thought process is behind something like that. So that that just kind of that just kind of confuses me, man. And it and it brings me to thinking, like, I you know. We see, we all know Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is, I think he's from North Carolina. So this kind of, you know, stays with the, this kind of stays on the, um, good segue by me. This kind of stays in the North Carolina area. Mr. Beast, 
you know, he does all these challenges and, and you know, he does a whole bunch of things. I think the latest one he's doing is right now he's trying to destroy $500,000. Why he would do that is beyond me. He must really be rich. But he did a challenge. I mean, he, he does all types of challenge. He spent, I think, seven days buried underground in a coffin, which is nuts to me. Um, But he did another challenge. I think it was, can you be in a room 10 days, no cell phone, no nothing, you know, no social media, no anything like that. That's a good challenge for a lot of people because a lot of people, they can't let go of their phones. They, they can't. They can't let go of social media. They need it to survive. Like It's just something that they can't go without. And I asked you, I asked, you know, this is the question I asked you. Do you think that you could go 10 days, even a week? You think you can go seven days without your phone, without going on social media? Do you think you could do that? Me personally, I could do that in a heartbeat. Just for the simple fact that I'm not really big on social media. I'm not really big on public attention. I'm not really big on um, notoriety, things of that nature. Uh, although my circumstances are different, that's something that I should be used to and should be embracing. Um, I still am not there yet, you know, and still putting myself out there is still not uncomfortable, but just not something that, you know, I'm not really, you know, uh, don't really want to do all like that. Am, am I capable of doing it? Yes, I am. Uh, no problems asked, but still something about it still seems a little weird. I don't know, man. I don't know, but I think most people would take, uh, being rich over being famous any day of the week. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, that's the, that's the question I asked you. Could you go 10 days without social media? To me, that's easy. You know, and if you want to pay me for doing it, that's even easier. You know, um, but shout out to Mr. Beast and, and all his challenges that he got going on. Hopefully I get picked for one of these challenges because he's just giving money away. <laughs> you know what I mean? That dude is just giving money away, man. Uh, what else we got going on, man? Okay, so let me let me tap back into um, the man that was, you know, charged the, charged the judge in the courtroom. He leapt over the bench. I gave him the no-no of the week. Um, he has been recharged, you know, with the uh, with what he did for the judge, and he's been charged with attempted murder for attacking the judge. <laughs> me personally, I think that's a little excessive. I think that that's a little excessive. And I didn't like the way they brought him in the courtroom. He was brought in in a muzzle. It looked like uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like he brought, he was brought in looking like Hannibal. I, like, that was crazy. Like, I understand what he did is, is something that's abnormal. We've never really seen anybody attack a judge like that. But to muzzle this man up and to um, basically have him look I don't know. I mean, it just looked crazy. Like, I don't really know what else to say about it. Like, I mean, it's it's just nuts, man. The dude looked crazy. He looked crazy. When they brought him in that courtroom, he looked crazy, man. He looked like he was the the, the devil. You know, had his face wrapped up, had um, you know, had him shackled up. I mean muzzled up i mean that to me that's that's not how you treat a human being it's not i understand what he did but and what and what part of responsibility are the, the, the you know the sheriffs that were in there 
what part do they play in letting him get to the judge? Don't be mad at the man because he got to the judge. Be mad at the people that were protecting the judge. Um, that does not mean you get to treat him any less than a human being than what he is. In regards to the, the, the attempted murder charge, that's excessive, man. We don't know if he was going to kill the judge or not. Did he jump on her? Yeah, he did. I don't know if he was going to kill her. I don't know if that's something that we can assume. Is that something that we can assume? Like, I mean, I don't know, man. It seems like whatever he was get, whatever help that he needs, mental health wise, he's not he's not receiving it. Whatever rehabilitation that they're trying to do, you know, in the prison, it's not working. Something needs to change in that in that prison system, in order for uh, people like him to get the proper help that they need while being incarcerated. So, but charging him with attempted murder and then bringing him in there muzzled like that, that's going to make him feel even worse. That's going to affect his mental health even, even more than what it already is. And I don't know, to me, it just wasn't a good look, man. It just wasn't a look, a good look. It just looked, it just reminded me of like the, the 19, what? The 1800s, you know what I mean? Pre, pre like slavery days. That's what it looked like. It looked like slavery days when they brought that man in the courtroom and that's scary. And I'm sitting here watching life right now. It brought, it brought me back to those times, you know, whites only pass. But, uh, man, that's crazy, man. Attempted murder charge for jumping over the bench for a judge is, is a little excessive. Aggravated assault. All right. No problem with that. We, you cannot, you cannot assume that he was going to try to kill the judge. Was his attack premeditated? Probably not. So we can't assume that he was attempting to murder the judge. That, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, speaking of like mental health, man, uh, mental health awareness month is coming up. I believe it's in May, so we still got a little bit, a little bit of time before that comes up. But we had JT from um, City Girls. She posed a question and said a serious question: How do you deal with anxiety? And I think you know, it, it, I think she wasn't really asking the question for herself, but it did kind of open up a thread of how people dealt with, you know, their own anxieties and, and, and what you can do um, underneath that thread. So, you know, I think people have different ways of how to deal with anxiety. Some people work out, some people listen to music, some people write, um, some people exercise, uh, go for a walk, you know, different different things um, that you can do. Some people eat, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of different things, but I think it was good to kind of see a lot of, you know, the answers underneath that, that question and that thread of just, you know, people with all the different ways um, to deal with anxiety. And it just goes to show, man, that mental health is serious, man. You know what I mean? It's a serious, it's a serious thing. And you just kind of don't know, you know, what you're going to do to kind of alleviate those type of anxieties. I talk about my social anxiety all the time, you know, and how to kind of combat it. And it was a good thread. Man. So if you don't get it, you know, if you haven't had a chance to kind of look underneath there, if you're looking for some different methods or different ways to, to deal with anxiety, um, go to JT's Twitter page, look underneath that thread. There are a lot of different ideas and, and ways to kind of cope 
um, with anxiety. Most of it's not social anxiety. I think it's just regular anxiety. But nonetheless, you still may find some things that you're looking for underneath that thread. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, uh, what else do we got going on out here? Um, we had a Lori Harvey and Damson Idris supposed uh, rekindling. We're not really sure, but of course, the, the, the you know, the Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, TikTok investigators uh, put two and two together where they, you know, think that uh, they're both on the same island, both vacation at the same time. Um, I believe it's Lori Harvey's birthday around this time. So there's some speculation that they may be back together or they may have been um you know, in the same vicinity uh, with their pictures, you know what I mean? People post, and I mean to tell you, man, I don't know who's doing this, but whoever it is, man, kudos to you because you're doing a good job, man. Because if you're piecing pictures together of, of different vacation chairs and different vacation huts, more power to you, man. I give it to you. You got the eye, you got the eye of the tiger, for real, for real. Um, What else do we got going on? And speaking of Damson Idris, can we get a Snowfall reboot? Or can we get a, some more seasons of Snowfall? I could use some more seasons of Snowfall. I'm not ready. I wasn't ready for Snowfall to end. Um, the spinoff, whatever we getting. Can we get it? I'm waiting for it. Uh, speaking of shows, um, latest episode of Raising Canaan. Good episode. Definitely, definitely. A lot going on. It was the episode after the mid-season finale. Um, and I have a theory. And, and, and it sounds pretty crazy. But my theory is that I'm thinking that Ronnie is Breeze. If anybody knows about Power Universe, you know about you know how Kanan and, and Ghost used to always talk about, well, Kanan used to talk about how Ghost killed Breeze in order to take over. And, um, you know, you remember Tariq asking, asking Ghost, uh, you know, why'd he kill Breeze? Tell me about Breeze, this, that, and the third. I think that Ronnie is Breeze. Because I think that you, in order to take a crazy dude out like that, you need somebody that is quiet as a church mouth. You need someone that is like a ghost. You see the pun intended right there? You see the pun intended right there? You need somebody that is like a ghost. I think Ronnie is Breeze. Now, that's, that's my theory. I'm just putting it out there. But I think Ronnie is Breeze. Because Ronnie has somehow gotten rid of Unique Got a plug with Juliana, who I think Rock is going to kill before the end of this end of the season. Hopefully, Rock kills Juliana before the end of the season because I'm tired of her. Um, got the plug with the Colombians. Now he got Kanan. Okay, and that and this and this is where this is where it ties in. You know what I mean? Kanan and Breeze are running the streets before Ghost decided to take Kanan out and put him in jail and kill Breeze. You see where I'm going here? Do you see where I'm going here? So now Ronnie has Kanan. They about to start doing whatever they doing, taking over, moving work, however they moving work. Um, and that's why I kind of think that Ronnie is Breeze, man. I don't know why I think that. Uh, as far as Marvin, Marvin, he might be in some trouble. I don't know, man. I, Marvin is my favorite character on the show, without a doubt. His character development, what they doing with Marvin, um, the layers that Marvin has, he's my favorite character. Shout out to London, London Brown. He's definitely my favorite character on the show. Uh, Lulu, Malcolm Mays, I don't know what you were thinking about when you went to confess to Scrap's mom about him getting murdered. That was not wise. 
um, that ultimately could be your demise in this show. You might get taken out before the end of this season. If the season finale come and you die, I won't be surprised. I'll be hurt, but I won't be surprised. Um, I like where Jukebox is going. You can kind of see her not liking what Kane is doing, but you can kind of see her all stepping up, all, also stepping up and kind of coming into her home and being more of a leader out here um, and Rock getting back in the game, you know, going to meet with Stefano and, and kind of getting back in the game and, and wanting to take unique spot. You kind of can see, yeah, so I like where it's going. I like where it's going right now. Um, four more episodes left. Can't imagine what's going to happen in those four episodes, but I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> and then after that, we got BMF coming on after that. Yeah, so, you know, it's definitely lit, man. It's definitely lit. Shout out to uh, 50 Empower, Courtney Kemp, and all them. I'm doing their thing over there. Um... What else do we got going on, man? That, no, that's about it, man. We're going to get up and out of here, man. We definitely going to get up and out of here. Uh, episode 91. Um, We're getting closer to that 100, like I said. And, yeah, man, we out of here. Austin Levitia, Riva Derche. Uh, today's games, I got the Cowboys winning, and I got the Detroit Lions. Uh, tomorrow, I got the my Steelers winning, and I got Philadelphia Eagles winning. And we out of here. You got it. Episode 91. Gia. Oh, shout out to Joe Biden in, in the U.S., man, for those airstrikes, man. In the U.K., United States and the U.K. teaming up. They trying to get things taken care of, man. Fight back, Joe. Fight back, Joe. And shout out to Joe for doing that, uh, canceling some more student loan debt. Fight back, Joe. And speaking of verses, I miss verses, man. Can we get a verses, Swiss? Timbo, what, what's up, man? Can we get something? Can we get a versus, man? I miss verses, man. I know everybody's touring, everybody doing this, that, and the third, but somebody got time for a versus. I got time for a celebration. Sending prayers to Gotti too, man. Condolences. Oh, and we gotta and we gotta talk about the this 20, 20 verse one situation. Okay, the twenty men versus the, the women, or one the one man versus the twenty women. We're gonna tap into that next episode.
We out of here. Deuces.